you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to another episode of the Whole and None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, DJE, Mr. Dodi Sayed. On tonight's podcast, Camp Champ wins the 3M Classic. We'll see how that shook up the BLC leaderboard. And surprise, surprise, Jay, it's, we're off this week, but it's the Olympics. We got the Olympics and the enthusiasm of Rory McIlroy to go over. So we'll do that. Hi, Johnny. Hello, words. How the hell are you? Good. Uh, Roy's going to win. He's going to win the gold medal. <laughs> I mean, he has definitely won on Fazio courses, but we'll get back to that. You know, I just pulled. <laughs> I, I literally just went to the ESPN golf page, and I, you know, the first the front page is who can win the men's golf gold, who can medal, and who's just happy to be there. And they show a picture of uh, of Colin Morikawa, and I thought it was Anthony Kim at first. <laughs> oh, I wish. I know. That'd be incredible. Cuz I mean I did see, you know, I follow I follow his uh personal his, page, his girlfriend's yeah. page and his oh, dog's yeah. his dog's page. Okay. Um I'm not going to I'm not going to announce them uh, out loud because I think they're they're secret pages somewhat, but he was hitting some golf balls the other day and it looks good still. I'm sure so, he does. <laughs> I mean, come back on the horizon. Here John Peterson first. Right? <laughs> 100% Anthony Kim. John Peterson's a fucking uh, podcast. He's tried. He's tried. He's tried several times. AK hasn't. So it's like you can't fail if you don't try, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, actually, I just was hitting balls. Didn't he say somewhere like, I hate golf? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, what he said is, golf is nothing but a fond memory of mine, or yeah. like a pleasant memory of mine. Yeah. You know? I might have even said distant memory, but. I don't think he has many memories. I think he's hitting it hard and, you know, living in the moment. Well, just from what I see posted, they he still PJs all over the goddamn place. So Nike must have paid him pretty well over that stretch. Yeah, and that insurance policy worked. Yeah. Hey, what what did they say? You know, if it was tax-free and it was between 10 and $12 million, it, that's like equivalent <laughs> to like 40 mil on the PGA Tour or something. <laughs> Anthony Kim puts Jordan Gray and Associates under. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> just buy like they were writing the policy for him and they had to oh <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna quit there's no way he's too good <laughs> yeah gray would write that kind of policy um but yeah so i i hate to i'm gonna say it i didn't fucking watch shit of the 3m open oh you didn't uh, oh, that... i turned it on sunday and i like immediately fell asleep on the couch and when i woke up cam cam champ was like literally puking all over himself on the 18 like pulled it as far left as you could on 18 did you see the finish no he literally pulled it 
you know, 18 is a par five there, and Matthew Wolf eagled it to win uh, whenever he won two years ago. It's like a scoring hole. I think it was – it's one of the easier par yeah, fives, yeah. I think. Yes, I know um, exactly what hole you're talking about. But literally, there's a huge pond that kind of right. runs up the right-hand side and kind of goes out in front of the – like the green kind of comes out towards that a little bit. Um, and so Cam Champ must have been thinking to himself, like, do not hit it in the pond because he pulled it like – 60 70 yards left and is in like knee high grass that i don't know how it was there and he's got a pitch like a punch shot underneath trees from a shitty fucking lie and he actually hit a great shot but it didn't make it all the way out of the shit so he was still in like the uh rough Rough. but you know all he does from there is he lays it up to about 135 40 yards and then he hits a, a wedge to Two feet, taps it in for par. Like, easy par, but... You win by one? He won by two. Okay. So, it's like... That was when, a big up and down. When then. you know when you know that you have to make, like, a six mm. or a seven to win a golf tournament, I think it's almost harder than knowing you just got to make a par. You know what I mean? Yes. Just like the Vandeveld type shit. Oh, 100%. But, uh, I, you know, the other thing, too, though, is, like, it's, it's easy for, like, commentators and people like us to be like, well, why the fuck doesn't he just go, like, five iron, five iron, five iron, you know? But, like, you know, you don't throw you don't throw that much of a change in what you've probably yeah. done well the whole week getting there, right? Because the reason I'm in first is because my driver yeah. pods. Yeah, and he putted. We, we've talked shit. We made fun of him for how bad he is. He putted great. He was number one in strokes game putting, I believe. Don't fact check that, but yeah, (laughs) he was near the top of putting, and when he does that, he's got the kind of firepower where it's like, yeah, I'm that good to where if I can find the putter and put it together for one week, I can win golf tournaments. And how ironic is it that that's the exact same thing that happened, you know, two weeks ago at the Open with Colin Morikawa? We're like, okay, well, if this guy could remotely putt well, he's going to win, and he fucking wins, and just like a guy like Cam Champ, he's got more talent than, you know, the majority of guys on tour as far as, and you know, it People can decide what they think real talent is, but in my opinion, hitting the ball far is one of the best talents you can have, especially in this day and age. And, and, you know, like Matthew Fitzpatrick came out whenever he was basically, everyone was up in arms about Bryson and how far he was hitting it when he first came out with that. And Matthew Fitzpatrick's like, well, that's not fucking skill. He was like, well, that's not skill. Yeah. yeah. Come on. And, you know, he basically claimed he could do it, that kind of thing. And, I could and, do it if I tried. And it's a joke. It's a joke. Hitting it far, I think, is probably the most desired fucking attribute of the game right now yes and it's because even guys that you know perfect example colt nost who's retired my my boy he literally won two u.s amateurs in the same fucking year and could not even really sniff winning on tour because he didn't hit it far enough the guy can putt with anyone in the world but he couldn't hit it far and he is not even playing pro golf anymore because of it so a guy like cam champ if he can string it together there's no reason why he can't be a top 10 player of the world, in my opinion. So congrats to Cam Champ, by the way. Uh, you put him up there with Colin Morikawa talent, though, and I, I think that's dead wrong. Oh, no, I don't think talent, but I think that Cam— like Colin Morikawa is a perennial top three player in the world. He, potentially number one in the world. Yeah. I don't think Cam Champ is there, but I, I do think, think he can be fringe top 10 player. I think the cool thing about Cam Champ is he still gets like— 150 to 1 odds to win some of these golf tournaments every week because he does it so bad. Because his putter. It's going to be awful. And so I, that's where I think it's kind of cool that he does have the talents where he like wins more often than you think uh, he will, and with the, especially with the odds they show for him. So it's like, God, just do you put 10 bucks a week on him just throughout the entire season and hope one hits? 
Well, that's his third win. Um, obviously, we know yeah. that two of them lapping were... Tony Finau. <laughs> exactly. So, what was it? His his other two were both at uh, was it Sanderson Farms or was it Napa? Camp Champs won twice. Uh, that was, it was his at third. the same tournament. That was his third. Yeah, yeah. That he, he the two wins he had before were the same place. Were they? Uh, Remember, because yeah. his granddad was like on the verge of death, and his dad <laughs> came out on the fucking green, and they like cried. Um. <laughs> his, granddad, very, his granddad did die Sean, by the way that was very poetic <laughs> thank you for putting not the bow week, on that not this week though <laughs> not this week though it wasn't like the guy from uh, from ZZ Top who died R.I.P. by the way <laughs> quick shout out sharp dress man <laughs> quick shout out uh, only reason I knew that is because our boy Broadway Joe uh, posted an R.I.P. Nice. Uh, you know and it was the bassist I forget what his name is but uh, one of the guys with the beards so um, Dusty Hill, Dusty Hill died today. So R.I.P. Dusty Hill. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, I just think first time I got contact high was at a ZZ Top Leonard Skinner concert. Really? Yeah. It was at the zoo? Eighth grade. No, it was at the, um, Diamond Ballroom. No, it was, <laughs> it was an arena. It was arena rock. Oh, God damn. Me? It was Skinner, man. Okay. Yeah. A couple next to me was smoking a J and just got like, waving right in my face. And I was like, oh, was your dad fuck, there? I'm tired. Oh shit. <laughs> were your parents there? No. Who are you there with? Were you like nine years old Don't wandering around not. the fucking pit? Eighth Jesus. Grade, yeah. <laughs> you fucking sick bastard. <laughs> okay. So, uh, while we're on the subject, mm-hmm. I have a good ZZ top story myself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my buddy's dad, uh, so this is a high, really good high school friend of mine. He's not in the league. Uh, his dad is just a kind of a hillbilly from Midland, Texas, and he just loved loved Leonard Skinner. And he like, it was weird. Right after we graduated high school, he like, it, obviously like the floodgates opened. He started talking to us about how much weed he smoked, how he used to fuck whores, you know, like all this stuff. <laughs> and uh, when he was, oh, the old dad story okay. about banging a whore. It was when he was in high school, so you know. But I was like, I, I got my first piece of pussy when I was fifteen years old. Hell, she was my age. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'll, I'm not gonna give away who this person is by any means. No, yet, but, um, who could put the puzzle pieces together? <laughs> anyways, so. He uh, he texts me when I'm like, I think I was 20 or 21. I was definitely in college, and he was like, hey, man, ZZ Top playing the zoo amphitheater. I'm thinking about getting a limo up there. You want to go? <laughs> Bring some poon. <laughs> and I, I didn't, uh, but then he ends up telling me that he goes to a different ZZ Top show, and I forget where it was, but he's like, yeah, man, I was down there fucking uh, – I ended up fucking getting some uh, nachos, man, because I was fucked up. So I get some nachos. I fucking spilled nacho cheese all over my goddamn jeans. So, like, when I got home, I just fucking stripped them right off, man. And, you know, hell, I don't wear underwear. So I, th- <laughs> I, th- I th- threw them in the washer. And, you know, next thing I know, I, I fucking passed out on the couch watching TV, waiting for my pants to get through there. And uh, the wife comes in and just bitches me out because I'm sitting there on the fucking couch ass naked. You know, just got my shirt on with no pants on. <laughs> Sir, you got caught masturbating, didn't you? Yeah, that's you don't need to bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> yeah, so that's my story. I was invited by my friend's dad to go to ZZ Top. Yeah, I ended up going with one of my friends, one of my son's other cool friends, John, that didn't leave me hanging. So yeah, that was the uh, that was my ZZ Top story. My friend's dad spilt nacho cheese on his jeans and passed out naked. Got on his caught couch. jerking off on the casting couch. <laughs> exactly. I've seen it a hundred times. <laughs> So yeah, uh, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. to the uh, you know the basis there at uh, ZZ Top. Uh, yeah, camera champ one. <laughs> nice words. Yes, 
Louis. <sighs> second place. I know. Yeah. Again. I know. I don't know what I was doing, not pulling that trigger. I you mean, and me both. I yeah. mean, fuck. Everyone else did. No, I mean, I got balls. You I, you have an excuse. Well, I will say, though, and this is funny, because you know whenever you go, like, I don't know how you evaluate and how you decide who you're going to pick each week, but, like, one of the main things I look at, past results. You know, who's played well here? It's it's always... Ma- Camp let me, let me give you guys a rundown of how not to make your picks. Um, who's played well here? And I noticed something. When I clicked on, you know, past results, there's only been two fucking tournaments here. And whose picture is on the fucking the front page of the past results? Johnny Vegas. And I'm like, why the fuck is he on here? He hasn't even played well here. Johnny Vegas ties for second in this tournament. Well, he, he also kind of had it. I think he kind of let it slip away, yeah. too. So at least you didn't pick him, and then you just would have had a whole other disappointment that you could have had a winner. Did anyone pick Cam? Uh, no, no one picked Cam. Uh, obviously, there was a ton of Louis picks, but the... Uh, you know, if if we want to just – there wasn't any – other than Cam, we had a three-way tie there at second with uh, Louis Usheisen, Vegas, and Schwartzel. Then our boy Keith Mitchell was in fifth. But a bunch of no-name guys that nobody really picked. I think, uh, you know, obviously people were on Louis. Pat Perez had a pretty good tourney. He did. He finished T11 with uh, Chez, obviously. And, Perez is uh, kind of quietly – um, strung like a pretty good month and a half together. That's how Chez does it. Um, no, not Chez. Perez. That's what Perez. That's Chez how, has played even better all year. Well, dude, I mean, Pat Perez has been on tour now He's for like fuck. 20 fucking plus years, I think. All right. Here's a guy, an up and coming new pro, one of the guys we've known for years. Austin Eckrote with a T16. Throw out his 73 in the first round. He finishes 67, 68, 67. So. Uh, I believe that's his first. Uh, and actually, no, I think in Mayakoba as a he's amateur, played in, he, he's played in several. He played in a couple, a couple weeks ago. I, that, that was gonna say that was his first top ten. Oh. Thank you. I know he's fucking played. Oh, you do? Um, do? Do you know who he is? <laughs> yeah, he went to Edmund North. Uh huh. But other than that, man, that there, I, I Wade was in the tournament. He was. He missed the cut. He was wearing a clubby shirt though. That's pretty sweet. Yes, it was. Shout yeah. out to the clubbies, dudes. That's yes. cool they got that done. It is. It, our, our, I can't believe they fucking flew Dylan and Gray up instead of us. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I've bullied my way onto private jets before, <laughs> and I'm not scared to do it again, all right? Um, but, yeah, words, as far as the overall picks are concerned, you know, you had Sergio who finished uh, T25. Uh, we were both. As long as he beat Tony. Uh he beat Tony by one goddamn one stroke, stroke. so right. he's T28, and that's obviously the difference there. But uh, so I get to make up 500 bucks this week. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, and we both had Matthew Wolf, who finished T39. He had a pretty sloppy final round, 73. Allman, he sent me a screenshot from the PGA app of Matt Wolf going. He pulled on 18. He pulled his drive left. I think it was 307 yards, and I think he hit it 300 or 297 yards onto the green from his pulled tee shot left. So it was kind of like where Cam Champ was, but he ended up, you know, hitting an ungodly shot on. Really? That's yeah. fucking crazy. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's – trust me, after seeing that view, there's not much there, and the only guys that can hit the shot are guys like that that can hit it fucking towering. At like there, there's nothing there, and it's it's a pretty blind shot. But uh, uh, words, Luke List had it going first oh. round. He was five under, and I believe he made like a he, he had a just bad finish because they ended up bringing him off the course, and when they resumed play, it just all went to shit. Chapo probably sent him some four a.m. Snapchats and got them all <laughs> rattled. Come on, List, List, you fuck. Um, but the worst was the final round. He makes an eight. Uh, 
quadruple bogey eight on 14 and then follows that up with a bogey on 15. Uh, so with the eight, he shoots two over 73, you know, even, even, you know, throw out the eight and give him a par there. And he's tremendously better, but well, still on Thursday, he had it to five under and was like top five. And then he doubles 18, which is, as you mentioned earlier, is one of the easier holes out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was his only, uh, he was bogey free going into that. And it wasn't 18 that he bogeyed. He had started on the back. So it was nine. And he makes a six on that hole, which nice fact checking, bro. Yeah, that's no, good. that's funny. I had it right in front of me right here. Um, no, I'm impressed. So Luke List un- is going to finish T58. So uh, words, you did get, you got me, um, not by much. You got me by ten thousand uh, dollars, ten thousand and eleven dollars. Uh, yes, baby steps. <laughs> which I finished fiftieth. You finished forty uh, second. Uh, Eighty three thousand dollars for me. Ninety three thousand dollars for you. But. Big shout-out to the winner this week, and sorry we didn't have you on this week. We figured we'd do an abbreviated show since we don't have a tournament on the PGA Tour this week, but Tony Morales, the Tony boys. Listen, yeah, baby listen, listen to this crew that he picked. He's got Maverick McNeely finishing with $87,000. He's got Mito Pereira, uh, who has just recently gotten the promotion to the— uh, That's a show-off pick, buddy. He just got the promotion, uh, the, the three-win promotion on, on the Corn Ferry Tour. But his third guy, a guy I mentioned earlier, Johnny Vegas. He was the only guy to pick Mito Pereira or Johnny Vegas. So uh, $795,000. That's going to edge second place Ron Swanson by over two hundred k. In third place, Mr. Slaz, Brian Asbell. Um, he was one of the many guys with the Louie, but he also had a nice little Cam Davis making the cut there. Um, grip it and rip it. Uh, had Fratelli, who missed the cut, unfortunately, but he also had Louie. And then there was a two-way tie for fifth. Give Chubbs a hand, Eric Godsey, and Dr. Sketch, Brooks Perry. In seventh place is Anko in the two-way tie for eighth. Only English with an ace, my sister, and John Barkley. And in tenth place, the number one ranked golfer in the league, Keegan's bestie, Matt Stonecipher. Continues. Wow. Good picking. So, Good picking, boys. And as I mentioned in the overall standings, Keegan's bestie still holding on to the number one spot by a mere $178,000 over Nathan Wilson. Hold in third place is Jordan Blackburn. Fourth place up one spot, only English with an ace, my sister. Uh, She's in fourth. Vegas Dave drops one spot to fifth. Holding tight at six is Edward Haruz, two-shot par. Up two spots from nine to seven is putter face Trey McClendon. Travis Risser's back in business here. He's up two spots to number eight. And rounding out, actually, no, Chapo fell two spots. Our guest from last week, he's at number nine. And down two spots, rounding out the top ten is Ross Gilbert. So, uh, words, it's crazy. Just from number ten to number, uh, from number ten to number five. Shit, you can even say number four. Um, but from number ten to number five is like a mere five hundred thousand dollars between all those spots right there so it's it's Tight. volatile and just remember folks we're paying out the entire top 10 this year which you know even if you get 10th i think you get 100 bucks so i mean fuck and there's some percy purses yeah left and in the season what do we got four or five four we have four tournaments left and unfortunately this is an off week as we said so uh wgc bullshit and windham two playoffs nope wgc windham and then the two yeah, playoffs the bullshit windham yeah well Hey, maybe Wyndham Clark will get his first win at the Wyndham. I think we said that last year. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. no. Uh, so yeah, words. Way to go, I guys. I guess it's just the Olympics now, huh? Tony boys, fuck, we should have texted them, but 
there's not anything to pick this week anyway. So, what do you want to do, Johnny? Let's let's do some DraftKings on uh, for the Olympics. Oh, well, We're gonna pick a winner, goddamn. Hold it. on, before we get on the Olympics, no. we're gonna get Olympics related here. I've got a comment on the Simone Biles situation here. Okay, oh why? Uh, you have a hot, hot take? take city. Okay, hot wow. take city. I can't wait to hear something I haven't heard yet. Well, words. I'm gonna go ahead and give it to you then. I'm ready. I get mental health. I hate that mental health is now being kind of like the trendy excuse for if you're too much of a pussy to try to win something. Okay. But if you're going to wear a leotard that has a goat emblem on it in like sequins and diamonds and shit, and then you just don't fucking show up to, you can't compete because you have too much anxiety. Welcome to fucking sports. You think Tiger Woods would fucking bail on the masters because he has anxiety. I think every fucking athlete that's competing at that level has anxiety and probably can't sleep. I can't fucking sleep when I'm going to go play a Friday game for 20 bucks. <laughs> like, I think this is the biggest fucking joke in the world. <laughs> if you call your, you you call yourself the goat, you wear the fucking leotard that says goat, and you you quit on your team, and then you just, you just back it up by not doing the individual all around just to kind of make it see. See, I'm serious about this. What if she did it because like not be- because she actually had any type of anxiety or, or anything else? It was just like a fringe teammate like liked one of her boyfriend's pictures or like commented like oh sexy something like that and so she was like you know what fuck you bitch you're not gonna win medal without me so i'm just gonna <laughs> sit this one out and wait till the individual all around and, but see then that's the thing yeah maybe she's that spiteful but then she sits out the all around as well oh which, she is yeah yeah she said that wow. out today yeah so it's just like i get it and sure maybe i'm a little harsh about it but like if you're gonna call this girl the goat no goat does that I don't. I know that anxiety is a real thing. As a matter of fact, first time I ever got anxiety was when I missed my flight home from Miami after the Sooners lost the national championship in 2008 to Florida. You know why I missed the flight? I was at a strip club and fell on my face at like 4 a.m. I woke up at 11.45. My flight was at 11.30. Hey, look, don't tell me I don't know about struggle, pal. I had so much anxiety the next day because, one, I lost my cell phone at the game the night before. Two, I didn't have any money left. And three, I was stuck in Miami without a hotel room. So and the that's thing. That's anxiety. If the Sooners had won, you'd been fine. <laughs> yeah, the Sooners win, I would have fucking stayed there forever. But that's anxiety, Simone. <laughs> I well, just, I just, you know, if she's on the verge of like, you know, I mean, having a legit mental breakdown, then okay, that by all means, I, I understand that. But yeah, I don't know. It's a head scratcher because she literally does do shit that like four years ago that they're still not even trying like no one else is even trying so it i don't know it's pretty it's pretty hard to wrap your head around it's funny how everyone is so quick to either jump on her like you're doing or whatever or just like vehemently having her back mm-hmm. like no matter like oh fuck all you step off simone she had she has a right for her mental space yeah yeah i i a lot like, of what, people. What happened to just not giving a fuck? Yeah, anymore. I'm, I mean, she's gonna figure out soon enough that life is pointless, just like me and you. I mean, <laughs> well, and that's the thing, you know. Like at the end of the day, it's a it, the Olympic Games. It's a fucking game. Like, why do you let? I, I get anxiety is uncontrollable, but like, who gives a fuck? Like, just like this, she doesn't owe it to anybody to play well, so she doesn't owe any it to anybody to go out there and do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But like. Don't call yourself the goat and be in commercials for the Olympics only to fucking bitch out when it really matters. <laughs> it's hard. That's hard to argue with. Also, I'll, <laughs> I'm gonna go out on the limb on the other side for just a second and be like, I bet when you're in the middle of your, 
alcohol and drug induced anxiety attack that you were like, all right, John, just calm down. You can do this. You've been on flights before. I mean, the fact that actually she got up in front of a microphone and like said, I honestly, I have no control over my body right now because I am that much twisted off. I was like, oh, that's fucking brave. Okay. I, I get that. Yeah. And, and again, I, I get it. I've been there before, just on a much, 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 much lamer scale. Like, I have literally seen, like, spots in front of my face when I'm on a golf course and, like, don't know what the fuck's going on. I wake up and I've made, like, three doubles in a row. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. But, like, I don't know. I, I understand what you're saying. I think we all would have, like, maybe, quote, unquote, had some more respect if she would have just gone out and failed miserably yeah. rather than yes. sitting on the bench. Yes. I, I get that. I don't, and I don't, I, I can't speak to that. I, it's kind of like when KD left for, it's not the same at all, but when KD left for Golden State, it's like, I don't fucking get that at all. Well, I just think that if you're playing sports at the very highest level like this, there's nothing bigger than the Olympics for gymnastics. What's like, yes, you fall. Are you really going to get as much slack as you get for just not, competing and like do you really think that the super bowl rolls around the biggest event of the year for football you think tom brady is gonna say sorry guys i'm having too much anxiety i couldn't sleep last night because i'm too nervous and i have too much anxiety i don't know i mean like like i said whenever someone kind of does something like this it feels like everyone's throwing pillows under there to help oh help no help help how many a lot of people are proud of her you know good for you good for simone i'm on the opposite side of it so i just had to make my voice heard there <laughs> i hear you no no if bottom line if you want to call yourself the goat you don't fucking do that tiger would never fucking do that <laughs> a tiger would have fucking gotten on the the bars with fucking broken leg okay which by the way tiger's now putting weight on his leg i just saw that today as well if so. you are having mental health issues, seek therapy. It works. Yes, it does. And I'm not going to make fun of you or call you a pussy, but if you want to play golf against me or something and then you quit the morning of because you have too much anxiety, then I will. What about like if your wife is like, how's she doing some other shit? And no, not your wife. That's a bad example. What if you got to go somewhere for your kid Oh, that's you quit? No, I get it. That's different. Um, now, if you <laughs> if you like, oh, you know what? Actually, I don't want to play golf because – my, I have a leak in my house, and uh, my wife's mad at me if I leave, and then because of that, Fields doesn't want to play in Lincoln with you. Uh, that would be different, Godsey. <clears throat> <laughs> just kidding. Okay, anyways. Cold-hearted. You are, you're on one today. Let's you're just, ruthless. Let's just get you're on. a ruthless monster. Words, we got 30 minutes. I love minutes. you, Simone. We got 34 minutes until the, the Olympics, Olympics starts. Well, we got to get some draft yes. put together. Yes. All right. Well, first, before we do this, with the Olympics, okay, Rom, who set up for this course perfectly, gone. Somehow he got COVID again. Like, who the fuck's he been partying with? Nick Watney. Watney. <laughs> Where is Watney? You don't see I mean. What do you think about, like, Patrick Reed gets Justine infected? Like, oh, hey, Justine, hey, okay, here's what I want you to do, okay? Go, go, to, go to the Olympic Village, and you, you go try to get on John Rahm's cardboard bed, and then try to go to Bryson's so I can get there, okay? Just go. Bryson. Bryson. So John Rahm has now had COVID three times? Who's counting? <laughs> Which, I think that it was either John Rahm or, or uh, yeah, D John Rahm has already tested negative twice so he's going to be able to play wgc now you think it was a hoax because he wants some more money yes now he just wants to go to Atlanta. no wait not what's his wife kelly kelly kelly, kelly ram 
Yeah, so that's funny because I'm sure that if he was going to the Olympics, he definitely was not going to play in Memphis the following week. And so now he's in Memphis, probably going to win that. Um, but I, I think John Rahm is like the opposite of Rory. It, it seemed like he was genuinely excited yeah. to go play and try to win. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel bad for Rahm. It's hard for me to feel bad for Bryson for anything, but especially after the bullshit he said. We haven't even gone over like – it was one thing what he said about the driver, how the driver sucks, which is just like un- unbelievably immature and funny. Um, but earlier in the week, he was saying how, like, what a humble guy he was. And, like, if people would just, like, look and he, he makes YouTube videos and puts it out because he, he is such a great guy and he, like, knows that people can see that and it's awesome and everything and just how great he is. <laughs> it was literally like his press, press conference on Wednesday, he was saying this bullshit. And then I forget which day he mentioned that about the driver. I mean, Bryson. Bryson. I, I think that Bryson— I'm no longer eating like shit, by the way, Bryson. Thanks, thanks a lot. <laughs> I, I almost feel bad for Bryson. I think that he's not very well liked amongst his peers on tour. Uh, JT even coming in, making fun of him, talking shit about his driver. and about- Everyone is not afraid to be petty as fuck to him now. Yeah. Especially it- after the— Brooks deal. Yeah. And and so it's just like I I do think he is such a fucking nerd that it's hard for people to even you know, have conversations with him. Like sit down. Like I listened to the Tim Tucker video or interview, you know, Subpar had him on and everyone's just like this holding is his ex caddy by the yeah, way. The caddy he fired the night before the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Or they mutually parted ways, I should say. Um and you know, I was one of the idiots who just thought that Tim Tucker was going to come on and air all this dirty laundry, but... He had um, pity for him? No, it was just kind of like, you're not going to talk... I think that's the biggest thing for a caddy, you know, one of the biggest attributes a caddy can have that can be, you know, favorable for their future employment is trust. So you're not going to go fucking talk a bunch of shit about the guy you used to work for because... You want another job, Yes. Whoever's potentially going to hire you is like, well, fuck. If I if we something bad happens to us, is he going to fucking talk shit about me and air all my dirty laundry? Yeah, he'll bust and your ass. In a matter of you know four or five years, working for Bryson, getting eight PGA Tour wins, like he he probably made well over a million bucks. You know, put, he mentioned that he put his kids through college, bought his kids cars, and so you can't really talk that much shit about a guy, no matter how bad the the relationship was if he provided the well-being for you and your family for a number of years and changed his life. He was a caddy at Bandon Dunes prior to working for Bryson. Crazy. So, but yeah, anyways. You think Bryson's anxiety is as bad as Simone Biles? Is just about like being in public, not being in public, but being around people and trying to be funny and cool and stuff? Potentially. That's what it seemed. It was, it was fucking like agony trying to watch him give bullshit in the, the match with you know Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Phil, but... I will say, even Bryson's not going to fucking quit. <laughs> Bryson wouldn't fucking pull out of a team event. Bryson never pulls out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that was one of the great headlines I saw. It was like, Raisman praises Biles for pulling out. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, oh. Too soon. Yeah. Um, all right. So they're out of the Olympics. By the way, just one more thing on Brooks and Bryson, just because I don't think we have mentioned it, but Brooks basically did admit that, like, after he and uh, Bryson had their kind of, not a scuff up, but whatever, he they exchanged words on the putting green about 
Brooks calling out Bryson for slow play. And they said, okay, I won't say your name. You said it won't say my name. We'll just like keep to ourselves. And then it was after that <laughs> where Bryson, which is maybe the coolest thing he's ever done, made fun of Brooks after Brooks lost like 20 pounds to be on ESPN, the magazine, the naked body yeah, cover, whatever. Yeah. He's like, he still didn't even have six pack abs. Like what? I, I have six packs. So that's, that's how petty Brooks is also. He's been hanging around Jenna too long. He's like, God damn it, Jenna. I tried to get fucking six pack. I couldn't do it for you. <laughs> just quintessential Florida dude. I, I laughed this weekend. I laughed just thinking back to when Chapo, <laughs> we were talking about how we couldn't understand how, how Brooks hasn't figured out that he's completely <laughs> overkicked his coverage with Jenna. You remember when we said that last week? <laughs> underkicked? Oh, yeah, underkicked. Yeah, like Brooks could. Brooks needs to find himself a much Supermodel. better, younger-looking chick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Love's love. Love is love. Love is blind. Yeah. All right, I, I like... Know, Jenna, she's a swimsuit model. I mean... I like swimsuit models with bigger asses than that. Okay. <laughs> Just joking. You, oh, yeah. Hey, he was kidding, guys. <laughs> oh man put that on a business card oh shit <clears throat> all right so words you know on facebook like it had the quotes deal in the back in the day like in your bio on facebook. oh yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. would have been a good one for your facebook bio i finally deleted my uh twitter like underneath handle thing that had been there since i was in college and it was I got million dollar dreams and federal nightmares, which was the introduction. Like it was the first line of a young Jeezy song back then. I got million dollar dreams and federal nightmares. What's changed? I mean, that it fits now more than ever. Yeah, I, shit. Racketeering, wire fraud, public masturbation. <laughs> Me and Paul Rubens <laughs> yeah. going to movie theaters. Yes, it's all happening. Um, you did have speaking of your sister. You had a long lost sister that won gold. In the shooting deal. I saw that girl. Yeah. That she does not look like me. <laughs> no. I thought you were gonna make some Maria Fossey joke. No, I was gonna tie that into like uh something about the cardboard beds at the Olympics and So I'm just gonna leave it. Supposedly wasn't the part of the reasons why they had those cardboard beds is so they wouldn't to fuck. keep people from fucking. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. They gonna fuck on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Olympics, John. Let's get down to brass tacks. Okay. Siwoo Kim, Sung J M, and Ben On. Ben On, I'm sorry, you're done. Your career's over. You're getting ready to go serve. <laughs> ben On's about to become a sharpshooter in the Korean <laughs> Army. <laughs> oh my God! I hope he's not in just general pop. So, and we've talked about this, but there's a mandatory two-year military service uh, requirement for the South Koreans. And the only way to get out of this for these young golfers is win a major or win a medal in the Olympics. So we're all team Korea this week, right? Where Let's just say the South Koreans have been here grinding <laughs> since the open. Well, and it's funny because, uh, and this has ruined careers before. Yes. Right? Sang Moon Bay. Uh, my, my boy Sung you'll know. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. don't even know who that is. And I know a lot of golfers. Yeah. You know, Sung you know, Soon you'll know. No, I'm more of a <laughs> Sang Moon Bay. Yeah, but now I'm Siwoo Kim. Okay, Siwoo is the guy who we need, really need. Sung Jay, you, you turn your back on Sung Jay. Listen, Sung Jay is young enough to where he's going to have another shot at the Olympics in four years. Not to mention all the majors between now and then, also. But yes, so Sung Jay. I mean, you know what he means. He's my boy. <laughs> Officially, I don't know. You've shown more favoritism towards Siwoo in the last few months. 
You son of a bitch. Siwoo can just pop. Is Sun- is Sungjae actually maybe leaning towards becoming more my boy? I don't know. We're going to have to have another my boy draft next year. Do you think that the South Koreans, obviously you can't like, other South Koreans can't offer themselves up as like tribute to like change spots with them because they're going to have to serve anyways. But like, what do you think about just me and you? We're like, hey, we'll take their spots, man. <laughs> yeah. We got it. J.E. and Word. <laughs> In the Korean army? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will go across the border and I will assassinate that motherfucker. Well, they, Just don't take Sung Jae's career away from me. Okay, no. I, I, are you talking about we're going to we're gonna have to assassinate? Sir, the, or, or you and I are going to go serve in the army over there? Well, we're going to serve, <laughs> but that's what we're going to do. We're special ops. We're going to go <laughs> yeah. north. Of, we're going north of the border, baby. Okay. We go join the special ops for South Korea in our <laughs> goal is is to assassinate the uh kim jong-un but, but you know he's been like a vegetable for like a year and a half now like he's dead oh he's got like body doubles yeah i, th- I think he di- like literally had like a stroke like two years ago and he's just been like r- r- quote air quotes here r- running the government from you know in secrecy but like he's dead or he's a vegetable what news do you follow <laughs> i'm curious anything that's propaganda <laughs> <laughs> The same guy that wrote your Simone Biles piece. Uh-huh. This. Yes. No. Uh, I I love that idea. Where it's what if? Okay. In in taking the take two year me. the two year take me <laughs> the two year military exemption. I bet you that between Sungjae and Siwoo, if we took both their spots, what do you think they'd pay us for two years to do that? I think we could bring North and South Korea together <laughs> like this. Better better cause World War Three. Oh, yeah. World War Three. Let's end this shit. <laughs> The aliens are already back. You know, they're they're starting to look around like, what the fuck's going on here? This really is pointless. Well, I, I, I love that idea more than anything, but I will be pulling very, very hard. You can take Siwoo. I'll take Sungjae. Uh, low Korean wins. Um, who do you like out of the Americans? You've got Xander Shoffley. You've got Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, and obviously, now that Bryson's out, Captain, Captain America, America is in, baby. <laughs> the GOAT, Patrick Reed. I want to jump on the Reed bandwagon so much just so I can get a little bit of American pumping before I totally ostracize them for our Ryder Cup yes. Team Euro. Yes, um, And it would just be such a P. Reed move to like come in there and just like cuck everyone. <laughs> I hope he cheats his ass off and I hope he wins. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but he's been playing like shit. Like I'm not putting him on our this DraftKings deal. If if, if Patrick Reed gets caught oh, cheating in the Olympics, oh, they, can, they, they, they just fucking send the firing squad on him in Japan. <laughs> they, chop. They, they chop his fucking head, chop off. His head off with a Strixon sword. <laughs> That'd be tight. Okay, if the if the win for uh, Hideki was worth a billion dollars for the Masters, how much is a gold medal worth? I mean, for for P. Reed? I no, mean, no. If they they estimated the win for Matsuyama so, uh, at the Masters was worth a billion, so I got to think that winning the gold no. in the Olympics is is worth something. Yeah. A million, like a million bucks, probably. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be Hideki with the Strix on all over, with a gold medal and the green jacket on. That'd I be, can see it now. Oh my gosh, are we playing Hideki? Like I just don't see it, man. Like Colin Morikawa is who I really. Back to the Americans, your original question. Like it's hard not to go with Morikawa. The problem is with DraftKings. So with doing this, you get fifty grand and you pick six players. So that's averages out around eight thousand three hundred a player. He is going for eleven thousand two hundred. That's $300 more expensive than JT, then Xander, then Hideki, then Rory. Then That's Reed, crazy. Then Is that just because of how, I guess, he's he just been won there? the fucking open and 
Morikawa? I mean, I assume he stayed over there after he won. Did he? Surely he didn't come back to the United States and then fly back over there. No, I mean he's well, over there. I mean, it's <laughs> England and Japan are not. In the it's, next just door across, it's just across. It's just across the entire the continent, world. right? Yeah, just that small trek across <laughs> Europe and Asia. Oh shit! And then you're there. I think he did come back to the United States and then went there because I guess it makes I guess sense. it would it's be. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Cali. makes sense. Yeah. Because I, I heard what he did was, you know, he lives in Vegas. Yeah. So he flew he flew commercial to Atlanta and then got on a PJ from Atlanta to uh, Vegas, which I only heard that because he came on Pardon My Take uh, that, that following week. Rory is, like, built for this course. Like we said, okay, so this is a 100-year-old golf course. It's pretty cool, actually. Fazio had a facelift for it, like, uh, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine years ago. And... It's really long, par 71. Um, there's like four really hard par fours, four pretty easy par fours. The par fives are pretty long, and the par threes are pretty long. So really long, and the green complexes are huge. So we need guys who are going to hit greens and not three-putt. What do you think about Rory? Uh, I like Rory only because it's been compared to Quail Hollow-ish, and Rory, of course, destroyed Quail Hollow uh, before. So... Um, from what you just said, hit greens, not three putt. A guy who I really like that you weren't didn't seem so high on. Abe Anser, the Mexican. I love Abe Anser uh, for that reason. And Abe is in the top ten or so uh, as far as the odds standpoint are concerned. But um, Abe Abe is at ninety three hundred, and I do like Abe. However, right below him on the list, who I like even more, is your boy, the Avocado King, Joaquin Neiman. <laughs> well, you know he chips it. He chips it so shittily if that's a word, but his ball striking is like second to none. And he, he can get hot, hot with the putter. Like, and it's a four day event. It's a WGC style. So there's no cut. I mean, he could, I think, I just feel like he could go crazy lower than Abe can. Well, I I'll say too, that Joaquin is a streaky player. And I do think that this deal, it sets up more. Abe has not won a tournament before Joaquin has. Yes. And so advantage there, but I do like, I do like Joaquin's chances as well, so I'm good with putting Joaquin on our lineup. All right, I'm going to go Joaquin and, and call him Morikawa. What do you think about Morikawa? Uh, he probably, shit, dude. Probably not going to happen. I don't know that I can put a good read on anything he does because I didn't think he was going to win the Open, and he might be the best player in the world outside of John Rahm. <laughs> but he beat John Rahm two weeks ago in a major. You know who is excited to play for their country of Ireland? And, you know, Rory's from... Shane Lowry. Rory's from Northern Ireland, so there's been wars there. So I get why Rory's, like, not totally pumped to put on the Irish flag. Whatever. But, yeah, Shane Lowry has been playing great all year. This seems like kind of a a Shane Lowry day, eh? No? I I like Shane Lowry a lot. I like that pick. I can go with that. But words... Shane or Paul Casey? So that's where we differ. If we're gonna do multiple lineups, I want I want Shane and one I want and Paul one. Yes, okay. yes, because I like Paul. Paul is is as fired up as anybody to play in this deal, and um, he's got the whole Great Britain thing going for him. You know, the guy who is the defending champion that's not defending. Rosie, he won uh, the last time they had this in Brazil. So um, I like the gold medal to potentially stay there in England. Cries. You really think he's gonna shut the door in a tournament? See, I just don't. I don't it's not a it's not a real tournament. <laughs> it's the fucking Olympics. It's all bullshit. Where Olympics. people where people can quit. quit. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, words. I'll tell you a guy that I really like that's way down the list a little bit. Okay. There's two of them. Fellow Mexican, Carlos Ortiz. I really like Carlos Ortiz. He's a grinder, great putter. Um, but I also love Mackenzie Hughes. Mackenzie Hughes is in. Boom. Okay. Uh, yeah, Carlos Ortiz is uh, 100 bucks cheaper. You know who is uh, just right above them both on the list who could get first or last in this tournament is – and he's like he sets up because he's long as shit. Is Thomas Peters? Uh, he he, he got the he got silver last or no no yeah, he got fourth. fourth. Yeah, Kucha right. fucked him on the last day. That's and right. He blew it. Yes. So Peters is kind of just like sitting there staring at you. The problem is we're now halfway through and we're averaging we got seventy two hundred dollars left to players. So now we're 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 down by some players who you're like who? Um, but this is a guy that I played. Um, a couple weeks ago at the Open, and he's he's got some game. Ryan Fox? Rosner. Oh, Antoine Rosner. Yes, yes of from course. From France. France. Yeah, and I think he's who, wasn't he who made it out of the pool play of WGC a while yes. back when we didn't even know who the fuck he was? Yes. And so this is where we're going to make our money, J.E. We're going to play him because I don't think a ton of people are going to play him. Um, who else? All right, we? words. A guy I like. <laughs> a guy Fox? I like. You like Fox? Rory Sabatini. <laughs> Dude, he had it fucking going for a little for Rory for like Sabatini. I'm going air quotes here, mm-hmm. but that was pre-COVID. But he did. He had it rolling. He hasn't done jack shit since. But what what country? No, it's not Croatia. It's uh, yeah, it's like uh, Slovakia. Yes, <laughs> of course. Who else? Okay, here's a guy that um, is way down on the list. So we got two more spots, uh, 7,000 average remaining players. So if I go real low, you come across a German who went to Texas Tech. I think he started his career at maybe Stanford, but he holds the course record at Pebble. Oh, yeah? Hurley Long. Oh, Doesn't God. sound a very German name. Hurley Long? Yeah. Another guy that is kind of interesting is this Christian Johansson. He's the other guy from Norway. Ooh, he and Victor. Yeah, he's uh, he's been killing it on the Challenge Tour. Uh, Speaking Sepp, of Sepp eight, Straka down here, what do you think? I mean, I I think for a guy who's had a pretty damn good year, uh, Sebastian Munoz is not getting the value. I think he is probably due. I agree with that. What about where is Sebastian Munoz? He's, he's quite a ways he's down hit there. Or miss. Oh, okay. He's seventy seven hundred. Okay, well, Johnny Vegas is seventy four. Johnny. Let's ride the hot hand. Johnny. <laughs> ride the hot hand. Colombia. I bet if Johnny Vegas gets a little uh, tired, he'll just do a little Colombian blow. <laughs> Colin Pablo. <laughs> you didn't have to reach that far for that one. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, so we got 6,600. I just saw a Chinese flag. You know who's not playing for China? Yeah, Hao Tung Lee. I don't know. He's <laughs> falling off the fucking face of the you earth. Talk about a guy who's maybe executed and there's just like a body double around. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> God. What happened? I don't know. Oh, uh, I think we need to get rid of Morikawa, maybe. Fuck it. Sepp Straka. Boom. That's done. We got Mackenzie Hughes, Morikawa, Joaquin Neiman, Rosner, Straka, Johnny Vegas. Save. Let's do one more. You want to? Sure. All right. Who do you want to start with at the top of the shelf? Should we go Rory? Uh, Hideki or Xander? I don't want to do Justin Thomas. He always ends up fucking us whenever we pick him. Um, you know what's gonna happen now, though. Yeah, but let's not even say it. 
Let's pick JT. You want Let's to? Pick J- yes. No, because he's you don't too want expensive. To. Yes. Number yes. two. I don't want this. This okay. is, I'm going to hate this lineup. Okay. Okay. If we both fucking hate JT, we need to pick him. Johnny, he has not put he's it gonna together win. all year. He's going to win. Uh, I know. For all those reasons is why we need to pick him. God damn it. All right. <laughs> just go against I everything just did. you think. I just did. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's on the team. Okay. Who did we go with? We didn't go Paul Casey on the last one. Okay, no, and we gotta go. We gotta you get want one. Paul. Of the, yes. Okay. Uh, we gotta get one of the Koreans. We gotta get one of the Koreans. Okay. Yes. Uh, we're not doing Sung Jae. Yeah. Because it's gonna hurt. We'll too. go Siwoo. Siwoo. Because he, he's gonna win. Yeah. What do you think about adding in Alex Norin? Man, he hasn't done shit in a while. I mean, I see you know, top top tens like kind of here and there, but he's he's kind of over the hill. Should we double down on Mackenzie Hughes? Or go with the other Canadian, Corey Connors. I'll fucking double down on Hughes. Let's do it. Ooh, okay. Connors is Connors is so good, but Hughes is so much cheaper at eight grand. So let's see where that leaves us. Uh, ooh, we got two more spots to fill. And we got sixty nine hundred apiece. Okay. So Sebastian Munoz is seventy seven hundred. That would leave us pretty high and dry. Well, what about a Rasmus Holgard? What about a guy like Enrabon Lahiri? Yeah, I mean, I, I know the name, and he's from India, and that is it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, if we mix in Lahiri, can Lahiri. we get a little bit more value for somebody else? Cuts, 10 out of 20. What about, uh, okay, should we do Lahiri, and then maybe, like, wh- what is Guido Migliozzi? What, what is his value there? God, Guido f- fucked me at the open. He missed it by one. Guido is pretty high. He's 8,400. It's like, there's some guys around Guido who I feel like. Okay. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go Guido and see where we got. Oh man, fifty four. We don't even have. That's too expensive. Okay, then, then instead of Guido, what if we go? I can't believe you made me pick JT. This is unbelievable. We got sixty nine. Um, what Norlander? We got Mito. Sabatini would be quite a trip. <laughs> It'd be hit or miss. He would not be highly owned. What I don't is think. what is Henrik Norlander? He had a great start of the year and has been cold as fuck. But you know, Henrik Stenson won a silver medal for the Swedes in 2016. I'm sold. He's got three top tens this year. Norlander. Boom. Boom. Um, all right. Is One that... more. We got seven grand. We can start. Schwab, John O'Condon. Jazz? Jazz. And then Fox is right there. Let's do Fox. Okay, Ryan Fox. Fox, Tricks on Nation. Fuck yes. Here we go. <laughs> okay. JT, Norlander. See woo Kim. Mackenzie Hughes, Fox, Paul Casey, Paul. Okay, so words. That's our couple of DraftKings lineups. Now I want a, I want a winner. I want a winner from from you at the Olympics. Man, it would be kind of just random for um, this guy to get his third quote unquote win here. Um, but yeah, I'll go with Victor. Okay, give me Victor. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with our guy. Words. I'm gonna go with Johnny Vegas. Paul Casey. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> I want to see Paul just. But uh, still, Jerry with the fucking gold medal. <laughs> number one, like throw all that shit out the window. P. Reed. Let's go, <laughs> Captain America. I can get behind that with his face mask going over there. <laughs> he is. He's getting his shut eye. He's gonna roll out. Hey guys. Hey, oh, you saw Justine here last week? Oh, weird. I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't even know she had the Delta. I didn't realize that uh, COVID could be passed from a uh, salad tossing. Oh, fuck. We can, <laughs> we can ground our club in the sand traps over here, right? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. 
Reed. Well, I can't wait to start watching here in 10 minutes. Yeah, let's turn it on. Okay. You got anything else to say? No. Where can we buy our t-shirts? Opolisclothing.com. Again, don't forget to put in the promo code HIN69. Also, go see our boys over there at Mosaic Dispensary 3701 they get, Northwestern. They, they sell that resonant cultivation. Which we hopefully will be back in the studio Wait, there. That's going to be a hit record, right? That's I a mean, hit record. That's a hit record. We'll be back in the studio there before the season's over. Damn right. All right, Johnny. Good show. Thank you. You guys enjoy the Olympic golf. Never give up, just like Jimmy Valvano says, baby. Go South Korea. <laughs> yes. Go South Korea, enjoy the golf, and keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. 